You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's head around the league, and we'd appreciate your perspective on what we've seen from the Steelers' offense this year. They were dominant last night dismantling Tennessee. Do you think at this stage of the season, it's pretty clear we have a huge separation with Pittsburgh and New England at the top of the AFC and just about everybody else looking up in that conference? That's so funny. I'm actually was in, uh, I'm in Boston right now. I'm actually calling a football game tomorrow night in Fenway Park, and I was with my Uber driver, and he brought the same question. He goes, so who do you like just randomly? And I said, that, listen, there's, there's a couple teams at the top of the AFC, obviously, Steelers, New England, Kansas City, uh, starting off some. They've had the injury bug a little bit, offensive line. Obviously, losing Eric Berry early in the season definitely didn't help. I mean, a really big guy. And Oakland really has been a little bit disappointing this year. But I tell you what, the Steelers are 8-2 right now. The way Big Ben's playing, um, the way Antonio's playing, I mean, those guys look good. And they look good defensively, something that these past few years they haven't been able to do. Yeah, they can score a lot of points. They can run. They can throw. But their defense has been shaky uh, these past few seasons. And this year, I think it has been like five, six, seven games where they haven't given up over 20 points. So they've been playing better on defense uh, to go along with that great offense. Aaron, understanding the quarterback position, give me your take on Case Keenum and, and, and how he's actually playing. Um, I know it's it's been a lot that he's gone through from a standpoint of success in the National Football League. It's been up and down, but he's playing really good right now in Minnesota. Give me your take on what you see with him and how would you handle that position moving forward with Teddy Bridgewater actually being healthy? Yeah, and then who knows how healthy Teddy is. I mean, it's always difficult coming back from a knee injury, especially when he's It's not like just being physically prepared, but being mentally prepared to understand that, you know, he can go up there and look great in practice and look good in 7-on-7, 101, you know, all that stuff. But until you get in a live game situation when you're having to worry about guys at your legs, offensive line falling at you, defensive line trying to touch you down, uh, having to worry about stepping into a slow, uh, and he just hasn't been in game situations in a while. So it, it's going to take him some time to get back. Obviously, lots of reps in practice, but so you get that simulation in game time, which is great during the preseason, which he's missed, and then last season as well. It's hard just to jump back in it. And right now, I don't know how you can change. Uh, they're rolling 72. Case has been playing great. He looks good. He's confident. And uh, right now, if you're winning, stick with the guy that's been leading you. Aaron Murray is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Check out the highly entertaining and informative punt and pass podcast here on TuneIn. Aaron, you played in Kansas City, backed up Alex Smith. What do you think has led to his resurgence this season? I think, you know, I think he's been, ever since out of the Kansas City, he's always had great seasons. He does a great job protecting the football. Uh, that's what he's known for. I think this year, um, with Patrick being drafted in the first round, uh, he's kind of just said, listen, I'm just going to let it rip, and I'm just going to have fun. The chance of me coming back next year are slim. Uh, I think unless you know, they win a Super Bowl or get to you know pretty far in the playoffs and, and he continues to have a great season, maybe they'll look at keeping around again next season. But I think they're looking to the future a little bit. He understands that, and he's just going out there and just winging it. And he has all the talent. I mean, he's a smart kid. He's not a kid. He's a smart man. He's a really, really smart man. He knows how to prepare He's a strong arm. He's accurate. He's extremely athletic. Uh, he has all the tools you want in the quarterback. And then also he has some great receivers. Some um, probably some of the best tight ends in the game on his team as well, uh, which definitely helped. And uh, like I said, I think he's just saying, "I'm going to go out there and, and whatever the consequences are, let let them you know play out." But I'm just going to have some fun. 
When you look at this Jacksonville's football team, they have so much potential. Uh, offensively, I mean, they have the pieces to to be able to compete with anyone, but there's a question mark over Blake Bortles' head. He threw two interceptions late in the game. You had a, a taunting penalty um, handed out to Marquise, Marquise Lee, and also you had another one given out to Aaron Colvin. If you were the head coach, what would you say to your football team knowing that they truly have an opportunity to be the best team within that division? Listen, they are a young team. They're a very talented team. I mean, when you have enough losing seasons, it's a two good talent. I guess that's the one good thing uh, with the draft and the way it is. Um, they're going to build and they're going to build some young, good talent. And, and then it's just a matter of keeping them around and getting the full potential out of them. And right now, number one in the AFC South, they're looking good, six and three. But it really is it's the little things. It's the little things that separate. Uh, the Patriots, everyone else. These successful teams are great every year. They're not just one-hit wonders. It's being disciplined. It's playing fundamentally sound football. It's not committing stupid turnovers. It's not committing stupid penalties. Uh, so Jacksonville wants to continue taking those strides in the right direction, and, and they have been doing it so far this season. But they want to be consistent throughout this season, throughout next season, and, and moving forward with all this young talent. Uh, it starts with coaching, and it starts with the coaches making sure that they nip these little things in the bud pretty early. Aaron, you know Doug Peterson well from your time together in Kansas City and Philadelphia. How much credit does he deserve as the head coach for what's happening with Philadelphia? They're the most complete team in all of football. Yeah, I tell you what. I mean, they're just they're on fire. Uh, I really had a great opportunity to be under coach for three years. Um, I mean, it's always great when you have a coach that also played. He just understands the difficulty of, of being a player in the NFL uh, from on the field to off the field and and Doug does a great job of being able to relate to his guys uh, through the struggles. Um, and last year was a good year. Lost some close games. I mean, we almost started the year off 4-0. Uh, lost the fourth game to Detroit. Uh, we were winning, had a fumble, or we would have been the first team, I think, in history to have a rookie quarterback and rookie head coach win their first four games. So he was a great coach. Uh, they got some awesome weapons for Carson this year. I think they went out and they made that priority. Like, listen, we, we invested a lot in this kid with draft picks and all that good stuff. He's a stud. He's a young kid. Now we just got to give him the weapons around him. And they got tons. At, at running back, obviously with the big trade to the, from the Dolphins uh, a couple weeks ago, great receivers, great tight ends. Um, I mean, they really are a complete team, especially on the offensive side of the football. And then, obviously, defense has been playing well as well. Um, they're, they're, they're a tough team. Obviously, they are. They're 8-1 right now, and they're rolling. Finally, Aaron, let's talk about your terrific podcast. We had your co-host, Drew Butler, on our show last week. He said your show came together pretty organically. Did you think the program would gain such a large following this quickly? It's been fun. Uh, we really, Drew hit me up with the idea in, over the summer, and he's toyed around with some stuff in, in previous seasons. And, and I was, he's like, hey, do you want to you know, kind of jump into a podcast again? I was over at SEC football, and I was like, yeah, let's do it. Um, and the great thing for us this year, and I think why we've been as successfully as early as we have. Um, I mean, we've only been doing it for 10 weeks and, and pretty much out of my kitchen. You know, or he's on the road, I'm on the road. So we finally were in studio for the first time this past week, which was a blast. But the success of the SEC, the excitement around college football, around the playoffs, everything going on, I think has really sparked interest in our podcast. And, and we're growing every week. Uh, we have some loyal fans, and we're getting more and more, and, and we look to continue to grow it. Aaron, keep it going on your show. Have a great call at Fenway Park. I'm sure that's going to be a memorable experience. We appreciate you joining us on the NFL on TuneIn. I appreciate it, guys. Have a good weekend. 
You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.